entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 415. And it's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. We've got Nick here as well. He's uh, manning the, the water pouring for the French Press. We've got coffee today all the way from Alaska. That's a real loud pour. So Jeff is out of commission today. Theodore's also gone. It's a three-man crew, but we've got we've got a lot of content for you. That's enough, Nick. <laughs> we've got a lot of content. If you remember, it. two weeks ago, Leighton T's Revenge of the Hatchet. It's true, I did. And last week, I was going to tell the story about my encounter with a beady-eyed beast. A beady-eyed beast. Yeah. And. Nicholas just came back from Wisconsin, and he had an update. As he had some breaking news. Yes, I do. And then, of course, we got feedback as well. I saw we have a message that came in, so we'll get to all of that. Uh, oh, and Lane has an edible as well. So it is a, a full podcast today. So if you're, this, this is the first time you're joining us, the first, or the first time in a long time, welcome. Um, you can expect to be encouraged. You can expect to be filled with laughter. And you can expect to tell all your friends about the French Press Podcast. Yeah. So, uh, Lane, since your story was teased first, why don't you go ahead and tell us, what is the story of Revenge of the Hatchet? Okay, so this happened during our camping trip. Uh, I was on a fire-starting spree. And by spree, I mean I was starting my second fire. (laughs) (laughs) Is that... uh... Did you ever get up to a running riot? Uh, I got up to a fire in there. That's where that is. Yeah, that's when you start up six fires. Oh. No, I know. I mean, it was it was definitely like more than my second fire for the whole weekend. But I had just started a fire, and I was ready to start another one. Just like right in a row mm. in that. So another, another campsite needed another fire. Yeah, Kyle needed another needed a fire going. So are, so I was starting his. Are these like small fires, medium sized fires? I, I forest fires. They're, they're small pits. They're camp little campground. They pits. were probably two feet in diameter. Yeah. Okay. So they're not not major, not big rims, mm-hmm. but not big fire rings. I'm uh so I'm sitting there. I'm not. I wasn't sitting. I was standing. Uh, I was using a picnic table to hold. Uh, little pieces of wood, and I was splitting the ends of the logs, making little pieces of kindling. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing. And while I was doing that, you know, I was hacking away at this thing. I hear a voice behind me, and it was a, it was a. Well, I'll just I'll I'll first tell you what the voice said. It said, "Hey, can I borrow your hatchet?" And actually, he said an axe. Can I borrow your axe? And I turn around, and there's – he's probably nine years old, a nine-year-old boy on a bike. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct was to be like, well, yeah, if you need it, go ahead. I already started my first fire. You know, Kyle's fire can wait. <laughs> you know, who need, he doesn't need to cook right now. 
In fact, I think I was doing it without him even asking. <laughs> but anyways. You're just starting fires at everyone's campsite. Oh, yeah. Starting fires here and there everywhere. And my first instinct would, was just to tell him, like, yeah, sure, go ahead, take it. But you, know, you can probably go press the coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, but right before I said that, I was like, you know what? This hatchet, it's not a massive hatchet. It probably weighs three pounds, maybe. Yeah. But how much does it take to sever a finger or a leg? Probably less than a pound, depending yeah. on the sharpness and the velocity yeah. of said axe. Um, and I thought, you know, as a responsible adult, I'm going to ask him, what are you going to use it for? And he he said something that was pretty – it was for a cause that was pretty noble, pretty pretty worthwhile. He said, well, there's this bully that tried to choke me. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, wow. Um, and I said, well – no, wait, no. There's this bully that called me a, I think, a, a doofus. He called me a doofus, and he tried to choke my friend. That's how it was. Oh, okay. he, tried to cho- he tried to choke my friend. And I was... I, 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 you were I inclined to help. Uh, for sure. I was like, so where is this guy? <laughs> I'll take the hatchet. I'll throw the axe. No, I didn't. I I said, well, first of all, it's not right for someone to just call other people a doofus. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not okay. Or for sure to physically assault someone and try to strangle them. But I said that's still no reason to come at someone with an axe. Yeah, you want to fight fire with fire for sure. I told him, now you go tell him. Call him a doofus, and you try to strangle him. No, I didn't say that either. I said, no, no, that's not that's not right. And he said, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> and he kind of hangs his head and starts backing away with his bike. And I said, well, hold on, hold on. You know what I would think would actually make this guy stop being so mean? And he says, what, be nice to him? And he actually said it just like that. What, be nice to him? And I told him, well, yeah. I said, what you should do is, like, give him, give him a gift or, like a, like, a can of soda or something. And he's like, well, I don't have any. He's like, well, here, I'll give you one. So I go into the camper and, and get out a, a, a bottle of root beer, and I give it to him. And he thanks me and bikes away. Probably 20 minutes later, he, he comes back and says, with the, with the bottle of root beer, and he says, uh, well, I tried to give it to him, and he said he doesn't like root beer. So is it okay <laughs> if I keep it? <laughs> I said, sure. And, he said, and, and do you have one for my friend? <laughs> I would assume it's the friend who got choked. Well, it was, attempted, it was an attempted strangling. Oh. Uh. And so I said, yeah, I, I'll get you another one, but I don't have another cold one in the fridge, so it's going to be warm. He said, oh, that's, a, that's okay. So I give him, give him another bottle of root beer, and that was that. And I just, I just thought it was really funny. 
That is funny. It's funny that he came back and asked if he could just have it. Yeah. So the moral of the story is there are savages at the campgrounds. Yeah, but... That are looking for axes. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm not, I would guess who's the savage? The choker, the name caller, or the one looking to put an end to it? I, I mean, with, I with think... Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't know if savages is the right word. I mean, that, that's a little bit overstated. I'd more call it like there's tribal warfare going on at the campgrounds. Because mm. I don't want to overplay it. Well, that was a good story. I don't know. Yeah. Why did that not come up while we were camping? Because I never heard it. Kyle was – I told Kyle about it. He was a little bit like, why are you giving those kids root beer? <laughs> I said, well, it's better than giving them an axe. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I guess. All right. Well, let's shoot are – are you done? Oh, should we drink the coffee? Let's talk the coffee. Yeah. yeah. A, okay. What do you guys think? So tell, us, uh, tell us where this came from, oh, not, not what it is yet. You need to get up one more time. Yeah, hold on one second. I got to get the – he is so, just all over the room. It goes to show, to replace Jeff, it takes a lot of movement. Now, Jeff, he doesn't move this much to get this much done. No, he doesn't. So, uh, this comes from Alaska. Uh, since 1992, not the coffee, but the company. Um. I don't even know. Here it is. It is called, the, the company's called North Pole Coffee. Roasting company, Alaskan made. Um, it's really strong. It is, and, and I guess this might be, it was pre-ground. It right? was pre-ground. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of the road ground. Okay, so it's ground um, like for, strength-wise. for drip coffee. Yes. <clears throat> and we're using a French press, so it's going to be stronger than what it, you know, probably what it was intended to Tended to be, mm-hmm. but for how uh, it was pretty um, uh, fine, fine grind, grounded, and I'm shocked that it's not. It doesn't taste like more gritty, yeah. or too strong. Like it's it's actually very very smooth. I agree. I, is, I'm enjoying this. It is smooth, and it, it is. It's also a flavored coffee, yeah. right? It has to be. Kind of I surprising. think so. Yeah. Um, There's no way that you yeah. could grow knickerdoodle beans. <laughs> True. Without some flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. It's my, my sister-in-law, Olivia, uh, went to Alaska with a mission trip from our church, from, from Layton's church, Preacher Layton Church. It's, it's, well, she was the one who sent off at Nicholas, 3, 3 a.m. it's not my church. Oh, it's... It's not it's, my church. It's James Yoder's church. That's right. <laughs> no, it's someone else who whose name starts with J. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> no, no, it's J- Jake. <laughs> no, it's Jesus Church. I uh, shoot. We know we're just giving yeah. you a hard time. Okay. Um, it says our signature. T- what What do you guys think is in it? Um. I, t- I smelled some cinnamon, but I don't taste it now. I think it does. I think it does have cinnamon and chocolate. Okay, what do you think? Definitely cinnamon. Uh, 
cinnamon and vanilla. You're right. Wow, Layton. It's a taste of cinnamon, hazelnut, and a hint of vanilla. I, I got that hint. <laughs> uh, it's actually not too bad. I actually like it. It is pretty good. It is flavored, you know, like we've discussed. Uh, I'd probably give it, it's better than, it's at least a three, which is positive. I wish I could give it a three and a half. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's not worthy of a four. Mm-mm. Um, because Wait, a, what if one of us gave it a four so that it bumps it higher than a three? I'll give it a four. I love flavored coffees. There you go. Okay. There it is. And then you guys give it we'll threes. We'll give it threes. All right, Jeff, you need to add this to the Airtable base. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. <clears throat> thanks, Olivia, for the coffee. Yep. Thank you, Olivia. It was a good submission. All right, so I'm trying to think what day of the week this was. <clears throat> it doesn't really matter, but it was during the, the work week um, two weeks ago. I was at my – I have a home office. That's where I do my work. And it was about uh, 12.30. <laughs> it was about 12.30, and my wife, Carmen, had been out. I forget if she was running errands or if she was gone for the day, but either way, she wasn't at home. And we have our dog, Leroy, who's in the backyard. Usually he's pretty quiet. And I'm, I'm working away. I was actually recording a video, a training video for someone at work to show how to do something. And I kept on hearing what sounded like... A scratching. No. What sounded like... A howling. No. A dog barking. No. What sounded like our trash containers being put in place. So on Monday mornings, our trash goes out by the road. Our dump, we have two little dump, two dumpsters, mm-hmm. two rolling dumpsters, and uh, that's when the pickup is. And then we bring them back, you know, after that. And it just sounded like Carmen, is what I assume, was just bringing them back, but it kept on happening. And then, hmm. and then Leroy was whining a little bit, which he does sometimes when Carmen comes home. And then I kept on hearing, like I said, the sound of these dumpsters, and all of a sudden I just heard a loud. Like, it sounded like one of them tipped over. Like, it was, it was way louder than just setting it in place. And I was like, what is going on? Ugh. And so I opened the back. My office is in the back door, which is, and right around the corner is where our dumpsters are. Okay. Leroy's in the backyard. He can't get to the dumpsters. There's a fence there, a gate and a fence. So I opened the door and stepped, stepped down and peer over the gate and don't see anything. Oh. Huh. So it, was, it was nothing. But Your then, ears were deceiving you. Yeah. Oh. But then I look down behind the dumpsters, and I see a large furry animal with black eyes. It was Leroy, wasn't it? <laughs> Leroy was in the yard with oh, me. Oh, okay. It was Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a medium-sized raccoon. And this raccoon, I looked at it. It was kind of in, it was kind of in the dark because it was behind the dumpsters behind the dumpster between the dumpster and the wall. Uh huh. And uh, its eyes I told it mentioned the eyes it just looked kind of weird like they were like almost like out of its head. Its too, eyes too far too far out of its and like kind of like flickering a little bit, but definitely not blinking. Okay. Anyway, I knew that something had to be done. Oh. No. So uh, I went into the house to get a weapon. A very trusty weapon. If you've been a long-time listener to the podcast, you're familiar with it. It is a fire poker stick that Leighton <laughs> used to kill a possum. Why is and that actually- always the go-to? <laughs> That's always the go-to, uh, there's a rodent in my yard Oh, weapon. this is not a rodent. This is a... 
the mammal? Well, what's big, what's eating. bigger than a rodent? I know I know squirrels are rodents. What's is a raccoon considered? I would call it a little bear. No, <laughs> is a mm. raccoon? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask Siri. But what there's more. There's more to this story. Is a raccoon. <laughs> there's more to this story. This raccoon was not okay. Ah, yes, the lesser panda. It's what did I say? Bear. Yeah, it's in the same family as the lesser panda. Although I think technically pandas... Are bears. Are not bears. What? They're not? They've got to be in the same family as bears. I think they're different animals. Anyway... Why is it called a panda bear? I know. We're getting off topic. There's something... I think there's a kind of bear that we consider a bear that's not a bear. A raccoon. A koala. A koala is not a bear. A koala bear. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pandas might be bears. Anyway, anyway, we're getting way off topic. I go into the house to try to find my weapon. Yeah. This is a, it's, it's a perfect weapon. It's got a wooden handle, thick steel rod with a sharp pointy end and a hook, which is perfect for hooking logs. And, and also hooking, also... gouging out eyes of raccoons. Yeah. And Sick. I, uh, <laughs> what a monster. So I went to the house. And uh, I couldn't find it. Oh. oh. Well, but what What about the next time you want to start a fire? Well, but then You're not thankfully, be able to poke thankfully it. I remembered that it was actually out in our garage. Oh. So I ran back out to the garage. What and, relief. And by this point, the raccoon could be gone. But nice. I ran to the garage, grabbed it, and then went back uh, to the gate. And this is all like really close together. Our garage is a separate building, but it's like six feet from the, the back house. door <clears throat> of the house. And uh, this raccoon. Is no longer behind on the ground behind the uh, the the trash bins. It's on top, which is about the height of the gate. Oh my! And it starts coming towards me and oh, Leroy. Oh, your safety was in danger. And at this point, I could see there was a drool kind of coming out of its mouth, Aye. and it, its eyes were nuts. Like it was nuts. It like was not all afraid. It was not. It wasn't afraid of us or Leroy. Leroy wasn't barking, but he was. Concerned, like, were you, making some sounds. Were you afraid of him, of of uh, raccoon? Uh, you know, raccoons no. are more afraid of you than they are of this not one, you. Not this not one. This one. <laughs> this one's different. <laughs> so uh, it's on. It's on the dumpsters. Our two dumpsters are side by side. So it's crawling back and forth and uh, coming towards us and the gate. I actually have a video and I, I'll show it to you. <laughs> and I didn't really know what to do. Uh, it was a bad angle to try to. Well, at, at this point, too, I wasn't sure if I if it was necessary to kill it with, with by myself with with the weapon I had at hand. Uh, that decision hadn't been made yet. Okay, but but for whatever reason, the raccoon turns around and starts walking off towards the other dumpster, and I go to hit stop record, and just as I hit stop record, it's like leaping at it, you. No, it's it's walking away. It leaps off the edge of the dumpster into midair, like into nothing. Did you not see this, Layton? I did. Well, here it is again if you want to see it. I want to see it. It's so funny. Have you ever watched that video of the of the, of the uh, cat? Yes. And it's like, sale. Oh, That's yeah. exactly what that video yes. looks like. You should put the, the, the music. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I opened the gate to kind of follow it. And it was acting that weird the entire time. Like I mentioned there was some drool on its mouth. And its eyes, it couldn't focus. It acted as if me and Leroy did not exist. It was blind. So it was like looking through you. Kind of. 
Oh, wow. I felt invisible. Anyway, it walks, walks away, and as it's going around the corner of our house, I see it again kind of do that weird, like, leaping thing, but for no reason. Just, like, it was just, it looked like a video game <laughs> where you have someone that's jumping, but for no reason. There's, like, jumping forward. Is it, is it like watching your wife play Minecraft? Yes. Uh, They're, like, jumping, but for no reason. Yeah. They're, They're jumping, kind of st- stuck in a corner <laughs> and leaping onto nothing. There's nothing. Well, but to he leap was onto. he was like leaping. He was leaping forward, but it didn't really make sense. There wasn't a reason to leap. It, the le- the ground was level at this point. Not ah, not like before right. when he was leaping off the edge of the dumpster. And I will show these pictures online because they are quite quite great. Oh, I forgot. I actually have a video as well where it's down on the ground oh. beforehand. At what point did you think that you should just let Leroy go and attack him? Uh no. never. Because of how he was acting, Yo, yeah, I was pretty I'm putting sure this it was in rabid. the points. You never, never let your pet attack an animal with rabies. Never. Let. Anyway, I, I thought about. I'll, I'll be honest. These are the thoughts that went through my mind. Your it was pet. the middle of the day. No one else is out. I thought about attack. just letting it go. Rabies infested. Well. <laughs> You, I are know. you trying to spread I the am, pandemic? I'm being honest here. I'm just telling you what went through my mind. It's got COVID, Ruben. I'm just telling it's you. It's highly contagious. I'm just telling you what went through my mind. But before that happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it, it went, it was on the side of our house. It walked to the front. Uh, and actually, I don't know if it went on the ro- I don't think it went on the road. But then it doesn't keep on going past our house. It comes back around the other side. And I had seen our neighbor, we have a house right beside us, we live in town, Mm -hmm. our neighbor had been out doing some yard work. And I could see this uh, rabia-infected raccoon quietly walking up to our neighbor as he's doing whatever and just biting him in the foot. Oh, no. And so I didn't want that to happen. So I very quickly, I, I had started, between that time when it was walking away, I had started trying to look up animal control. The Humane Society. I couldn't remember what they were called. And just try, try to let them get out of here and whatever. But uh, but the raccoon was moving too fast. And so I, I ended up, I quickly called my neighbor instead, and he answered right away. And I said, hey, there's a rabid raccoon between your house and ours. Um, which is how I start all conversations, just by getting to the point. Oh, that's great. Did he answer the phone? Yeah, Ruben, what do you need? What do you got this time? Yeah, raccoon, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Humane Society, what do you need? No. But oh. then as we were still on the phone, I actually he walked around and I saw him then, so we hung up. Ah. And then this raccoon didn't go after him or me, but it, instead it went into our landscaping and started tr- attempting to climb up our gutter. Oh. oh. It was thirsty. Well, This whole time it was following the water source. It probably sensed water. In your in your trash cans, it's got you know like the, the cesspool, all the all the stuff that leaks out the bottom of your garbage bag. You know it leaks drips. You know as you're carrying it to the kitchen, so then you finally get it to the garbage can, and then you set it in there, and it all sits in there, real nasty. Rainwater gets in there a little bit too. I think it was just crazy. It was thirsty. That's what I'm going with. Anyway, I have a picture of it trying to climb up this guttering. It looks like it looks like any one of us trying to climb up a greased pole like it couldn't get up higher than about two and a half feet three feet wow they just kept on sliding it just like couldn't grip hard enough to keep on crawling up 
Did it? Did it? Was it that like annoying like as the claws were trying to grab it? It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember hearing really that many sounds. But our neighbor, his name is Tom. This is actually the guy that I texted accidentally, and uh, he was saying he was going. He was thinking about maybe he had to had to get a different house. Oh, you were texting, <laughs> and you said like, "Hey, hey, have a, hey love, love you, you, love you, babe, love you. You're the best." Uh, anyway, you have to listen to another. You episode have my heart forever. For <clears throat> He's a former police officer, and he knows the people that work on the Humane Society. Oh, so he had their number, called him up, and they said. Uh, Will come out, but we don't know when. And oh. so obviously, like there's a rabid raccoon, yeah, in our yard. So we decided the raccoon, trying to steal our water. We decided as we were having this discussion that the raccoon it ha- he had to be put down oh. by us. Oh <clears throat> boy, yeah, goodness. And talk about and taking just, matters in your own hands. Just just Ex-cop. like just like that, the raccoon license to kill. <laughs> the raccoon got off the guttering and started walking out of the landscaping, uh-huh. and then it just kind of stopped. Oh. And there was a moment, I think Tom, he, he offered to, like, to do the killing. He offered, like, and I was like, no, I'll, man. It's my, this, it's this your my, yard. It's my yard. It was my problem. It's your burden to bear. It's my fire stick. And it's, yeah, this is, this is my responsibility to take this raccoon down. So it, life. it actually was very, very quick and easy. Did it? One did it, swift blow to the head, and it just, like, just like laid there still, which surprised. I actually hit it twice because Yikes. because like I, these things are like they can be really tough. But I think it was it was in bad shape. Ah, uh, um, what you should have done. And then we went and pulled it uh, out to the road. And then at some point, the humane society did come by and picked it up. You should have let your neighbor kill it and then taken a picture as mid swing, and then later in life if you need your neighbor to clean up something that's in his yard that looks a little, you know, messy, you could send him the picture and say, I'm going to send this. Blackmail. I'm gonna, yeah, use it as blackmail. Mm. See, now you don't – he's never killed an animal that you know. He's but probably he's, killed He probably people. took a picture of you, though. Yeah, he probably did. He's a cop. He's probably put people down. Well, yeah, but it's different with animals. <laughs> So that's the raccoon story. The video really is great. Like it's, I've never seen a raccoon behave this way, including the jumping off into. I mean, it's like a raccoon with a lot of faith. <laughs> like what he was jumping off. The ah, edge. I see. It was a leap of faith. It was a leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Well. Wow. Man, it sounds riveting, Ruben. Kind of traumatizing. A little scary. You know, you'll never. Got to watch out for these coons, man. They're taking over the town. They are. They're rabid. There actually are a lot of raccoons in Elkhart. Um, I used to see them a lot more. And there, there's also a lot of possum, too. And groundhogs as well. What the world? I know. You think in town you'd be... Well, they, that's because no one's allowed to kill them. Yeah. yeah. And, so and they eat on pride They can thrive. You know, the, 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 there's no population control. Yeah, the humane society is too busy running after dogs out in the country. Yeah. All right. So that's my story. We should we should try these uh, candies. All right. Is this your edible? This is my edible. It looks like 
like called tea candy. It looks like a candy that your grandmother has, and she gives it to you at church. It's called tea candy. Hmm. I was expecting more flavor. I know. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, it tastes exactly like tea. What yeah. it's called. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be too if it, if even more flavor though. I think it'd be too much flavor. It's just the right amount of flavor. It doesn't get old. I think the thing is, you put it in your mouth, expecting the taste of a Werther's original, which is like the caramel. Mm, mm-hmm. That the is what caramel. I was expecting because that's what it looks like. Yeah, it totally looks like it. But if you actually look at the, get it out of the package and you unwrap it, get it out of the wrapper. You can tell that it's much more see-through than a Werther's original. It's more of a dark color as opposed to a a, a brown caramel color. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. It is interesting. I never thought of iced tea candy. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember where I bought these. Um, well, you can get them fusiongourmet.com. FusionGourmet.com. Oh, oh, I know where we got this. So, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, we had a family gathering down at uh, my aunt's house, Priscilla, Ken Priscilla's house. And while we were there, we decided to uh, visit the uh, bustling village of Winona. What's that Mm. called? It's it's the village. The village. Yeah, the bustling village Mm -hmm. of Winona. In Winona, and uh, we we visited Rocket Fizz, and so this is what I bought at Rocket Fizz was this tea candy. Very good. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's a good edible. Yeah, the if brand you, is ba- ba- Bailey's Best. If you're at all curious about what does iced tea candy taste like, I mean, you can't go wrong. You won't be disappointed. If you like, I don't know. Would you put this? In the category of just iced tea or sweet tea. Wait, explain the difference. This is it's sweet. This is sweet tea. You would call it sweet tea. Yeah. Okay. I'd call it bought in sweet tea. All right. But it's not like McDonald's sweet tea. It's not really that sweet. Right. No. I would call it like what's that? What's the? What's the? Arnold Palmer. No. Arizona. The, no, the sweet tea that you can buy. Minnow tea. What is it? What is, it? is it Gold Peaks? Mm. Yeah, Gold Peak tea. It tastes like their sweet tea. Mm. It totally does. It's that level of yep, sweetness. It totally is. Yep. And I that's one of my favorite. Gold Peak tea. My favorite tea is Arnold Palmer. It's it, half sweet tea, half lemonade. That's not sweet tea. That's sweet tea. That is sweet tea. No, that's, a it's mixed, not. that's a mixed drink. That's that's like saying it's delicious. Whatever that's it like is. saying, uh, my favorite, um, should I, should I help milk you out? Is chocolate milk? <laughs> that is my favorite milk. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It is no, great. It no, is it's milk. Not like that. It's like saying, it's like saying my favorite root beer is a root beer float. That's what it's like. That is my favorite root beer, too, though. 
Oh. <laughs> anyway, Nicholas, you were on in Wisconsin on vacation. I was. What was cracking up there? Uh, so I met someone. I, I met him last year. We went to this. So every year, my wife and her cousins and aunts and uncles uh, on her mom's side get together and go camping in. It's in Wisconsin, but it's on Lake Michigan. So it's right by the water. We have a good time. But I met this guy last year. Didn't talk to him very much. A little bit here and there. We were only there for like two days. But this year... You drove all the way up to Wisconsin for two days. It was actually four days. One day was traveling. Two days were traveling. Two days, full full day there. Okay. Anywho, I met this guy. And would you believe that there is another... There's more than one Reuben in the United States. What? Yes, it's true. Not only that, it goes down further than that. Not only is his name Ruben, he loves coffee, and he's a tech guy. I only know one nerdy Ruben. Well, there's mm-hmm. n- now there's two. Now there's and then there were two. And then okay, well technically does he, he also does he also have rabid raccoons in his in his yard? Probably. Does he also work? From home? (laughs) (laughs) No, he goes to uh, a real job. Um, (laughs) Oh, wow. Shots Um, fired. uh, No, Ruben, you work. But anyways. I only only say that just because I'm jealous that I can't work from home. Yeah, same. Um, I have to make fun to keep from crying. (laughs) Keep back the tears of cry. Um, Anyways. Sweet tea candies. Uh. This Ruben actually looks somewhat like you, but he's got more his, his hair is more black. But technically, he is actually not. You know, he's not from America. He's from Costa Rica. Okay. So technically, there is only one United States born and raised American. Only one Ruben. homegrown Ruben. Yeah, one homegrown Ruben. I guess. <clears throat> Second one, very close. Anywho. He brought this coffee from Costa Rica because uh-huh. his parents live there. Mm. He now lives in uh, in Wisconsin, married a Wisconsin lady. Anyways, he brought this coffee, and I forget what the town is. <sighs> what's the what's the, the or not? Maybe it's the capital in Costa Rica. Yeah, it's like something with P, I believe. I, I would have said like San Jose or oh uh, no, something like that Saint Paul. No, <laughs> it's Minnesota. Yeah. Um, okay, well, there's this town that's really like makes a lot of coffee, and they, he got this coffee from there, and he French pressed it at this at at the campsite, and I'm not I'm not joking when I say this, it was the best French pressed coffee I've ever had. Well, does he ever come to Indiana? You know, I don't know. I didn't ask him that, but I don't think they do. Well, next time when you see him, ask him if he Come. comes to Indiana, and then maybe he can make us some French press coffee. coffee. I will. I oh, not only that, I I told my entire family about the French press podcast, and they were like, when they heard that I'm on this podcast and we drink coffee and you know talk about it and rate it, they were like, oh, so you're a coffee snob? And I said, no, 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 I'm not a coffee snob. I drink coffee and I I know what I like, but if I'm out in public with other people, I won't get mad if it's not if it's not good coffee. You know what I'm saying? You'll still drink normal people coffee. Yeah, I will. 
But the commoner's coffee. Yeah. There we go. That's a good one. That, that, wow. Yeah. That's so humble of you, Nicholas. <laughs> Thank you. Way to assimilate. To stoop your, your taste buds so low as to sup from the cup of a commoner coffee. <laughs> the three C's. Commoner cup coffee? Yeah. Nice. Um, but other than that... Well, the way you pitched this to our family the other night was that you met Ruben, well, but a better version of Ruben. I didn't want to say that on the podcast. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> Ruben point oh. I, So I, how is he a better version of me? He knows more about coffee. He <laughs> he is smarter in the tech version. <laughs> smarter in the tech version. I don't That's know. That's impossible. He Does he work from home? <laughs> no, he goes to an actual job. He's <laughs> he goes to an actual <laughs> job. He's better than Ruben. <laughs> I love that. Uh, no, he... I uh, know. He's, he's, I mean, Ruben, yeah, you're a good guy. <laughs> but he's just like on another level. Well, no, he's similar. <laughs> but just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so I'm pretty sure they, they were saying that they're going to listen to this podcast and maybe many more. Oh, but boy. I said, don't get your hopes up. You know, we're just a couple of guys. Talking about raccoons as rabies. Yeah. Yep. My wife did say though, Cassie. She said that it is different if you know them. Like since people know us, it's it's funnier than just some random Joe. That's why I it. like to open up the podcast, welcoming new listeners that don't know us. Yeah. So that they then know us. Yeah. Well, it, we tell them our. We always introduce our names, mm. and mm. then they know us, and they're yeah. not strangers anymore, right? Yeah, that's true. 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 How well do they need to know us to enjoy the podcast? Maybe that's the question. How well do you need to know someone until they're not a stranger anymore? Mm. I think Where's that line? I think it's... Is it after you know their parents' names? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think how long it took me to learn Carmen's parents' names. I still <clears> don't. <laughs> Vivian. And- I have another... <laughs> I have another question. Derek? It's VD. I think they're masts. Something with them. Something like that? It's close enough. Whatever your name is. <laughs> at, at what point do you go from, um, what's the word? Like, talking to not talking? <laughs> No, like like talking about weather or or work to actual like personal stuff. Does that make Yeah. Like if I see random stranger on the on the street, I mean I probably might just pass and not say anything, or I'll say, Hey, how's the weather? Great, okay. How's work? Good. Okay, have a good day. Or be like, How's your family? How's your mom? You know? And I think you that's look, go ahead. So, no, go ahead. I was going well uh Layton. Layton. <laughs> What? What's your name again? <laughs> Layton, it looked like you were starting to say something. I thought of something <clears throat> much more interesting to talk about. <laughs> but I, I, I started this topic, so I felt like I need to see it through. Okay. But I actually had a really good question, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll finish this one out. But next time that I'm on, I want to I know, at what point do you start calling your in-laws mom and dad yeah <clears throat> oh that's nicholas i'm sure you haven't yet okay so it <sighs> you have 
Well, yes, because Whoa. okay, it's because though it's different in certain situations because my family, I'm the oldest one, and so all the uh, there's a bunch you're of young the younger oldest one oldest. You're the youngest, Nicholas. No, not in my family. In my wife's family, you're the oldest in your wife's, wife's family. family, and so the bunch kids let home, and so they all call it dad, dad, and and mom, mom, and but, so it's but, no, no. I, my wife's the youngest in her family, and I'm also the youngest in mine. And still, everyone older still calls them mom and dad, mom and dad, at least of of their children. <clears throat> like Carmen still calls, like, "Hey, Dana." Yeah. Like, what are you doing on your yeah. hike? You no, know, it's always dad. They always just call dad. And mom, it just, it's just, I don't know. There's this weird, maybe, maybe I'm, so, I've overthought this. I've, no, I've thought about it as well. And, and Carmen calls my parents, mom and dad. And Carrie calls my parents, mom and dad. <laughs> my my I, wife does not. Your wife doesn't call your parents. Mom and dad, no. And yet you call her parents, mom and dad. Well, it's sometimes I do. I call my uh, mother and father-in-law, mom and dad, when we're talking about them, but not when I'm talking to them. Mm. Like, when I'm talking about... Yeah. Like, I'll refer to them as our parents, <clears throat> but I don't, when I'm talking to to them, then I would just use their first name. Gotcha. <clears throat> I wonder if it's harder for the for the man than it is for the for the woman. Different for girls. <laughs> anyway, I thought this was for a different topic. Sorry, I, I, I was, I was honestly thinking that we'd see this through when a stranger becomes a not stranger. Wow! But <clears throat> turns when, out that we don't have time for either of these topics to actually be seen through because it's time to wrap it up. It is time to wrap it up. Wow! Oh, how the roles are reversed. I guess I'm just gonna get to the point. Okay, <laughs> because like, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna leave this hanging. To be stay tuned for a for a continuation of when is a stranger and stranger, and when is a in law a mom and dad parent? Hmm. I don't to you, <laughs> your parent. Uh. Okay, uh, number number point number one. Rather than giving someone an axe, give them a gift. Point number two, raccoons are cousins to pandas. Point number three, and this kind of has a twofold meaning. I kind of like it. Never let your pet attack an animal with rabies. What's the twofold? Yeah. So the twofold is <clears throat> number one, like don't let your dog. Like bite an animal that has rabies. Yeah. That's that's the first meaning. Okay. The second meaning is don't let your pet attack an animal with rabies. <laughs> don't let your animal use rabies to attack another animal. Don't let your your pet with rabies attack another animal. Correct. Okay. Uh, so it's a twofold warning. Okay. It's a, it's a double point. Uh, and point number four, Nicholas has humble taste buds. All right, what's our word of the week? Word of the week is... 
Rabies.